Long ago in a distant land, I, Judge Glenn, the player-hating master of darkness, unleashed an unspeakable homebrew. But a foolish band of players wielding the fifth edition rules stepped forth to oppose me. Before the final blow was struck, I tore open a portal in the OSR and flung them into Dungeon Crawl Classics, where my evil is law. Now the fools seek to return to the past and undo the future that is Mighty Deeds. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mighty Deeds, a podcast of high adventure. My name is Glenn. I am your judge for this session, and joining me around the table tonight are... Carl, I'm playing Arena. Luke, playing Abramovich, the Barbarian. Jason, playing Nigel, the Dwarven Cleric. Michael, uh, Pisces Rising Cancer, playing Albert the Elf. So, when we last left our players, after a brief yakety-smack, Benny Hill-inspired chase scene... Uh, our players were um, about ready to provide security at the um, Marshlight Theater for the Dunsweet players as they perform the follies of Duke Hogfat. As the sun begins to descend behind the towers and ten- tenements of Mlurgnar, Mummer's Court starts filling up with people. Some are residents seeking relief from their cramped homes, but the majority are people seeking to see tonight's performance. Glance notes that most are from blank, from Mlerglar's lower class, seeking an evening diversion for a few iron ticks. However, mixed among these less fortunate souls are men and women of better means, tradesmen, merchants, priests, and similar folk, standing aloof from the poor. Furthermore, the occasional veiled or hooded figure, attended by hulking bodyguards or three, waits in the shadows for the doors to open. Uh, observers will notice the fine make of these mysterious bystanders' clothes, hinting that they are slumming nobles come to enjoy a night at Duke Borvat's expense. If one of the PCs is backstage, Luke, they notice Jallo peering out from between the curtains as, at, at the house as it fills up. He mutters something ominous and sighs, shaking his head. Who? Jallo, the, the lead actor and oh. guy who wrote the play. He mutters something? And shakes his head. Uh, does I have to ask what he said? Ah. If asked about what concerns him, Jalo says the crowd seems skittish and a bit more rambunctious than usual. Mm. He's seen crowds like this before, and they're unpredictable. Crowds such as these have been known to riot if not entertained or simply given too much wine, get too much wine in them. At this point, the judge should reveal the audience mood tracker and the current state of the crowd. Explain to the players that if the audience's mood ever gets worse than Surly, a riot is likely, resulting in the end of the show, and even more troubling, probably no monetary reward for the party. (gasps) This should put a little more pressure on the party to perform their duties well, and make them aware that hired killers might just be one of the difficulties they face tonight. Okay, so currently the crowd is pleased, but Jalio warns Abramovich, this is the kind of crowd that you need a crowd tracker for because the whole night could be ruined if things go wrong. It's a ticker at the bottom of the screen. PCs inside the theater notice an argument occurring in the nobles' seating, area 1-2, just prior to the play's start. 
A large man and his beanpole wife, both dressed in their best holiday clothes, are contending with a veiled woman wearing a fine silk and damask gown. A towering brute of a bodyguard stands by her side with fists clenched. So you hear these raised voices, mm-hmm. not from the nobles seating. Oh, no, it is the nobles seating. Yeah. You hear these raised voices, and you look up, and you immediately spot these two people mm-hmm. that have just stood up from their seats, and they look like these are the best clothes they have, mm-hmm. right? And then there's this noble woman who's got a veil, and her bodyguard, who is, you know, the rock. Okay. Uh, okay, so I... Uh, is is this for me to do something? Just Absolutely, to be clear. Okay, yes. so I'll walk over and I'll look at the couple, the one that's that just and I. My, what wonderful clothing you have on! Where did you ever get that? The bodyguard says they're in our seats. They must move. Oh, are they in your seats? These are milady's seats. Okay, well, I turn to the the gentle lady and gentleman mm-hmm. in fine clothery, <laughs> right. and I ask them, oh, "May I see just just for argument's sake, may I please see what seating arrangement you were to be at? If this is not your seating arrangement, okay, they hand you their tickets, and these are indeed their seats." Okay, I turn to the bodyguard, uh-huh. and then I ask, "May I see your tickets to see where your seating is?" As it appears that this is their seats. This is none of your concern. They will have to move. My lady wishes to sit here. I'm afraid not, partner. Hey, you're not there. She wishes to sit here? Indeed. Well, you know that there are seats right over there with much... I I lean in so that she can clearly hear me. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I still speak to him. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. So I lean in and I say, you know that there are much, much better seats if you just walk down this hallway right here. There are two much better seats. A less threatening compromise, such as paying off another pair of audience members to give up their seats, require a DC 14 personality check to accomplish. So you roll a d20, add your personality bonus, and try to get a 14 or better. Well, my personality's bonus is zero, so let's see. Nope. Wait, is that towards them, or do I have to speak to someone else to pay them off? Uh, Any other solution that allows the noble to get a seat while retaining her dignity succeeds with a DC 10 personality check. The problem is, like, the place is, is basically sold out. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the DC ten personality check. I'm gonna say that you spotted a uh, a pair of seats that maybe somebody had bought, but it looks like they're not showing up or something like that. So I'm gonna give you another personality check to try to convince them okay. to take these other seats. DC ten. Oh, not one. Ooh, the um, this the bodyguard no. says, no. "You peasants are." disturbing my lady's evening all of you out of my way and he starts to act like he's gonna push the gentleman the the guy no from the poorer couple so i'm okay no 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 this is this is his scene okay i really don't i'm i'm i don't want to point out that you just got a crossbow that launches (laughs) well i understand that Jason, your solution to everything, this is not a dungeon, okay? He could be a vampire, is no, all I'm saying. I, he, he's what to I want to do... Defuse the situation without bloodshed, okay? Believe well, it or not. You should have had the 
18 personality up there. Why don't you shut up? This is his scene. I know. I didn't Hello. say anything for him. Okay. So what I think I'm going to do is... Um, What I think I'm going to do is I'm going to stop speaking to him okay. immediately and yeah. turn to the veiled woman right. okay. directly and speak to her and say, um, oh, no. Okay. So uh, do I have any extra tickets or anything? Well, you know about these two seats that are open. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe you have the tickets for them or you have the authority to just give them to somebody. Um, okay. Because what I want to do is I want to... Um, trip a little bit from his from his his action right. just him being like very forceful uh-huh. and i want to feign feign like i'm weak okay yeah and yeah. be like oh and then look at the ground and or or trip up a little bit and then pull come up with like tickets and be like oh my goodness i think i found your tickets it looks like they go to these seats over here and not these seats okay um I feel like you have to roll a DC. But, <laughs> and oh, okay. So I do that and I say that, mm-hmm. but I turn to the other couple. Ah, okay. Now. I'll roll for that. That's fine. <laughs> we're going to roll initiative. You against the guard. Okay. If you win, you get to do your thing before him. Um, if you don't win, someone's blind. I rolled an 11. The real. I rolled a 10. What's your pluses? That is my... Oh, I'm sorry. I rolled a... I didn't roll a 10. I rolled a 9. Because my initiative plus is a plus 2. That's you an 11. S- no. You no. rolled a 7. 7. Oh, you said you Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I okay. rolled a 7. Sorry. Mm. Want to spend a p- point of luck? Well, um, this time? Sure. Okay. I've got 17 luck. No, I guess it's a... I've got 17. I can spend a point of luck. <laughs> I don't know. 10, 10, 11. Yeah, 11. Okay, which is what I got. So, okay, so before he's able to act, you're able to kind of fumble in between him as you're as you're acting like you're falling or fainting or something. Whoa! He doesn't, he doesn't manage to actually shove the guy. It's kind of this little comic moment where he's trying to get in there and you get in and everybody just kind of jostles around and you come up with these other tickets and you give them to... The noble couple in the nicery, not the lady in the bodyguard. Okay, all right, right, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you give them, they're, they're not, what I'm saying is they're not that noble, right? Th- these are like their best clothes. And that's totally fine. Yeah, But yeah, we're yeah. going to treat them so like they're, them. Okay, yeah, I'm going to treat good, them, very good. I'm going to treat them like they're the highest nobles I've met. experience point. Very well done, Carl. You have solved the noble and the blacksmith. Luke! Mm-hmm. One of the actresses, Etheb is seen frantically searching the ground backstage prior to the start of the show. If questioned... I do. What is wrong, my lady? She worriedly says she's lost her lucky token, a silver button with a theatrical mask etched onto it. She carries it on every performance to ward off misfortune, and on a night like tonight, she feels especially in need of it. Unfortunately, she seems to have lost it. I look frantically with her for this um, lucky button. At the end of, oh my god. At the end of that time, each searching character may make a luck check. So you have to roll a d20 and get your 17 luck or less. 18. Your 18 luck or less. <laughs> What'd you roll? Uh, 17. 
and I have an 18 luck. Then you're fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just think it's funny that he rolled exactly a 17. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So you're fine. Uh, you succeed. You find the lucky charm hidden behind a curtain where it dropped when Etheb. She rewards the discover with a flirtatious kiss Ooh. with a wink that perhaps more is to follow after the show. Uh, PCs, blah, 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 blah. Everybody gets an experience point for Luke. Starting the show. The house lights slowly dim as the Dunsweet players' crew extinguish the candles and lamps outside the, inside the theater. The audience cheers in anticipation of what's about to begin. Whistles and shouts rise above the clamor, and the sound of stamping feet on the floorboard fills the building with noise. Backstage, the cast exchanges looks mixed with excitement and trepidation. There's the sound of creaking pulleys as the curtain rises and the first players step onto the stage. The show has begun, but how will it end? The first act passes without incident. Okay, so you guys do not know what happens with the next scene at all. You guys skip this entire scene. Okay. Because? Why? Because it all happens out in the Mummer's Mummer's Court outside the theater, and none of you are in the lobby. Uh, Some some gang members show up and beat up all of the food vendors and chase them off, which during intermission, everybody goes out there for food. But you guys, you guys didn't know about it, so we're fine. All right. When the rat stranglers have caused the version at the front of the theater, we just lost this adventure because we didn't know there was a food court. Yeah. Uh, Why didn't you tell us of that, Dad? I mean, your your mood has not gone down yet. Yet. I think we should stop pushing the DM. <laughs> but the hungry patrons are gonna be. Okay, everybody, shut up. During the initial inspection, I have food rations. <laughs> Throwing jerky at him. Catch it. I have some. I have salted beet and ho- salted uh, meat and holy water. Uh, Jason, make a, Everybody, shut up. Jason, make a DC ten luck check. Like trying to get above ten. Uh, no, roll and add your luck bonus. Well, D twenty and add your luck bonus. You're trying to get a ten or better. So try and get above ten. Twenty one. It's a one. All right. 10. So the play is going on, yes. and you're kind of listening. <laughs> Because you're down underneath the stage, right? And then you hear somebody jangling the lock to this door. Somebody is picking the lock. We're closed. You go over to the door and say you're closed? Yeah, we're closed right now. You don't want to come in here. It will not be a fun time. Okay. Okay. Um, What spell do you cast? They do stop. What spell do you cast? Okay. Well, that depends if they stop. They stop. So they stopped when I started yelling at them? They did. Okay. But I wait to hear if they start again. Okay, they don't. Uh, Luke. Yes, Captain? Roll a d20 and try to get your luck or less. (laughs) Yes. You think you hear somebody messing with this door. What do you do? I guess I'll go to this door and listen more closely to see what's going on out there. Okay. As you do so, the door opens, and there's two guys standing there. I thought we locked those doors. How'd they get in? They did. You did lock the door. Um, I'm sorry, gentlemen. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, (laughs) Torches, oil, and kindling in hand. (laughs) So, like, standing there with a gas can of gasoline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, as... Well, actually, they opened the door, so they can only be so surprised. But you're standing right there. So, they throw the door open. Yeah, you're standing there with your dinosaur, sword, and they've got, like, a bunch of rags, a torch, or, yeah, lighters, Zippo lighters, (laughs) and and cans of gasoline. And they see you, and you see them. Roll for initiative. Give 
though north the known here, while the lads set up for combat, here's a quick reminder. Although Mighty Deeds is produced dirt cheap, there are still costs associated with making the show. If you would like to support the program, go to patreon.com forward slash Mighty Deeds Pod. If you'll throw a few silver smurdukes in the lad's treasure chest, we'll try to reward you by naming an NPC after you or something like that. Enough talk! To battle! I got a 9 for this I got a 13. Alright, so we're both going to try to knock you out. They both have clubs. They try to hit you with the club. They're plus two. I got a 10 and a 10. They both miss. You're up. I'm, um, can I non-lethally stab him in the head with my Zwyhammer? Non-lethally stab him in the head. I would say. What if you hit him with the butt of the sword? Yeah, like you could club him with the, with the flat of your sword, but you're going to have to roll a d16 for the attack. I mean, I mean they're evil. Just I kill mean, him. these ruffians. Well, you don't want yeah. to catch. You you feel like this is more of a oh my god arsonists. You could go ahead and kill them situation. Uh, that is going to be a uh, uh, eighteen. Eighteen hits. I thought so. My armor class is eleven. Oh, minimum damage possible. Four damage to. Okay, he's still up. Um, Do I see this? Roll a luck check. Roll your luck or less on a d twenty. Yes. Yes, you see it. Yeah, uh, Jason, I, roll another luck check. Roll. So they both try to club you again. Three. Come on. Put that in contempt. Yeah, they're they're like you're just blocking them. They're and and, and, uh, and like in the background, some uh, one of the female actresses is like, oh. Uh, Sully, you're up. It's like, yeah, let's bring up my short bow. Okay. We'll give it a shot. So you are in the rafters. I mean, can I see that? Or you, would it be better to be go downstairs? I think you're probably gonna have to because I. Yeah. I mean, I guess it would be over the backstage area. Yeah. What the heck? They're kind of standing in the doorway. You can get the front one, the one that Luke's already injured. I can roll a six. Okay. Well, then you can't get the front one. But an arrow flies, and they. I mean, they have an eleven armor class. I'm just saying that an arrow flies down, and they're seeing that there's okay. someone up there yeah, shooting yeah, at them yeah, as yeah. well. All right. Um, I have a dog barking. I can't Luke. hear anything. <laughs> yeah, the camera cuts to Jason. Oh. Natural one. Nice. The camera cuts to Jason, and he's rubbing the dog on the belly. He's like, "Who's a good boy?" Who's a good boy? What's great is that the dog realizes something's going on. Is yapping. I'm like, "What's wrong?" <laughs> I don't understand. Timmy fell down the well. <laughs> Wait, is there, there's a well in here. Where is it? Uh, what's your th- what's your fumble die? D sixteen. Roll a D sixteen. Five. You trip and fall, wasting this action. You are prone and must use your action to stand next round. So I like swing my right hand and do like a front flip. Yes. Yeah. Pretty bad. Pretty bad situation. Fall down the stairs. We're now out in the alley. Right. You're now out in the alley. Okay. Um. So this guy. Now that you're prone, he doesn't have to worry about engagement. He throws his can of gasoline into the backstage area and takes off running. Oh and this guy throws his torch into the backstage area I'm gonna try and, and takes off running. I'm just going to... No, you don't... Can no. I hit it out of the air with my No, no. This is his action. All right. Okay. Uh, a small fire starts in the backstage area. Not with my water skin. <laughs> okay. Are you going to do that or are you just going to throw it? Throw it. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
Uh, once the fire is kindled and begins to burn, the PCs have a very brief time to contain or extinguish the blaze. The sooner they realize it, the easier it's put out. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Round one and two. The fire can be extinguished by a single PC spending a single action to do so. Character batting down the fire needs something to smother or beat it out with, but otherwise automatically succeeds. So you just throw your water skin down there, it bursts, it put outs the fire. Yeah. End of threat. Everybody gets another experience point. Yeah. Yay! We are two away from leveling up. That's like, you guys just got through a page and a half of the adventure just nice. like this. This is super fun. Yeah, this is awesome. It's uh, okay. You're in now, a basement. <laughs> Spend your whole time in a basement. What is the, um, now, my favorite part of the adventure. Thank you, Mike uh, Curtis, for writing this section. Go ahead, Mike Curtis. Are there backstage signals? What's the noise? Is very, very noise quiet. scare back here? Like, would that, would that be heard out? In the- oh, um, yeah, there's like... Um, there are things that can happen backstage that they notice up front, but that, that all happens so fast. Okay. Is there, did we develop like signals? So like if you guys needed me backstage. We did. We did. Okay, good. We did. Of course we did. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah, what well, they have. Talk about it. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> On either side of the stage, they have these little digital screens for like if your kid is in the. Yeah, is yeah, in yeah. the if the kid needs to help with the yeah the, yeah the if your nursery. kid is in the yeah in the nursery, the nursery or whatever nursery. And they can you know flash the, the number up there so now like Irina has her own number and everything and if so if it flashes six 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 you're supposed to be coming it's not digital it's these number flips right 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 like there's a person there's a guy up there who's like just flipping down who slides in the numbers ah excellent excellent. Uh, the play recommences following the intermission. As the audience returns to the theater... Oh, that's right. So you have to pay the penalty. What? What penalty? First, because we didn't know about the... Because we didn't know there was a food vending thing out Because no one told us there was a food vending. And because we didn't know it, we didn't know there was going to be a situation. Look at what he's using. Play recommences following the intermission. So I'm going to... It doesn't say specifically, but I'm going to knock the audience down to neutral. Ooh, okay. Oh, because, yeah. No, because there were no snacks, no popcorn, no hot dogs, no nothing. How well did the first act go? It went fine. Not only that, Not did we... So, question. Play recommences following the intermission. As the audience returns to the theater, a frantic-looking Jalio... Jalio... Seeks out the PCs, approaching them... When they are largely in one place. Okay, so we His powdered moment. face streaking with nervous sweat. Yes. My guardians, your Jalio is in the most terrible predicament. Three of my players have been struck down by illness. They were fine before the intermission, but now prostrate with chills and retching. I suspect the Duke has poisoned them. I need your aid now, more than ever. I've always wanted to be a thespian. Jallo pauses a moment, sizing up the PCs as if, a, as if evaluating their measurements. Give me, give me the costume. I mean, <laughs> with, my with my players laid low. One more, re- give me the play. I'll do it. Let me, let me. You're stepping on my lines. It's the first thing you learn. Oh, sorry. I require three replacements for the next two scenes. Alas, there is no one available. Jalio points out three of the characters, announcing triumphantly, you three are near perfect fits for the costumes. May I count on you? He points his finger dramatically into the air, declaring, the show must... Continue? Go on. (laughs) Continue. Continue, yeah. Let's do this. Let's rock. (laughs) Break a leg. 
I'm right. really glad that I feel like you found your calling. So does everybody so let's step go. up and volunteer? I don't mean to be rude. You know I'm a cleric, right? So I like heal poison. Yeah. Okay, you're going to go talk to the people who are hurt? We're sick? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I could go do that while they're trying to do that. Okay, perfect. Uh, uh, preparing for our roles. Yes, yes, yes. You just I mean, heal. a whole thing in here about Just heal two of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like okay. this is Albert's time to shine. Yeah, uh, a, a king or uh, a really powerful lord that I could like role play to be. I'll play the tiger as well. I'll play the tiger as well. <laughs> All right. So you three guys are, you gal and you two guys are are um, fitted out for this next scene. He tells you there are cue cards. Yeah. If you look at the edge of the stage, there's a little goblin there with cards, and he's gonna flash the cue cards at sure. you. And he's like, he's describing this at you as he's like slapping a wig on your head, yeah. and putting glasses on you, and he pushes you guys out on stage to do this scene. So let's see. Um, I think he wants you to play Lord Jungfreud. Lord right? Jungfreud. You don't need to write it down. I'm gonna give you the script here in a second. Okay. Um, he wants you to play the woman and he wants you to play Dennis. Okay? That's yes, perfect. You guys ready? Yes. I love not getting a name. A man must have wrote this. Okay. <laughs> and you're on stage and action. Oh, woman. Man. Man, sorry. Um, what knight lives in that castle over there? I'm 37. I, um, what? I'm 37. I'm not old. Well, I, I can't just call you man. Well, you could say Dennis. Well, I didn't know you were called Dennis. Well, you didn't bother to find out, did you? I did say sorry about the old woman, but from behind you looked... What I object to is that you automatically treat me like an inferior. Well, I am the lord of these lands. Oh, lord, eh? Very nice. And how do you get that, eh? By exploiting the workers? By hanging on to outdated imperialist dogma, which perpetuates the economic and social differences in our society? If there's ever going to be any progress with the... Dennis, there's some lovely filth down there. Oh, how do you do? How do you do, good lady? I am Lord Jungfroy, Lord of Mlurgnar. Whose castle is that? Lord of where? Mlurgnar. Where's that, then? This whole region. This is Mlurgnar, and I'm your lord. I don't know. I didn't know we had a lord. I thought we were an autonomous collective. You are fooling yourself. We live in a dictatorship, a self-perpetuating autocracy with working classes. Oh, there you go, bringing classes into it. That's what it's all about. If only people would hear uh... Please, please, good people, I'm in haste. Who lives in that castle? No one lives there. Then who is your lord? We don't have a lord. What? I told you. We're an anarcho-syndicist commune. We take the turns to do an act as an expert. We take in it in turns to act as a sort of effective officer for the weak. Yes. But all the decisions of that officer have to be ratified by a special yes, bi-weekly meeting. I understand, yeah. By a simple majority in the but, case of purely internal affairs. But please be quiet! Of the more major order. Be quiet! I order you to be quiet! Order, eh? Who does he think he is? I am your lord. <laughs> well, I didn't vote for you. You vote for lords? Well, how you, how'd you become lord then? The lady of the lake, her arm clad in the purest shimmering samite. Held aloft Excalibur from the bosom of the water, signifying by divine providence that I, Lord Youngbroid, was to carry Excalibur. This is why I'm your lord. Listen, strange women lying in ponds distributing swords is no basis for system of government. Supreme executive power derives from a mandate from the vessels, not from some partial aquatic eco ceremony. Be quiet! 
Well, you can't, uh, but you can't expect to wield some supreme executive power just because some watery talk through a sword. Shut of up! I mean, if I weren't around saying I was an emperor just because some moistened bint had lobbed a scimitar at me, they'd put me shut away. Shut up, will you? Uh, shut up! Ah, uh, now we see the violence inherent in the system. Shut up! Oh, come and see the violence inherent in the system. Help, help, I'm being repressed. Bloody peasant! Oh, what's a giveaway? Did you hear that? Did you hear that, babe? That's what I'm on about. Did you hear him repressing me? You saw it, didn't you? <laughs> Excellent, excellent job. And scene. And scene. All right. Uh, questioning the victims. PC's wishing to question the two stricken actors, find them backstage being tended to by one of their fellows. They are in obvious pain, their lips cracked and with dried vomit, and their bodies racked by chills. A cold sweat covers their brows. Uh, DC 10 intelligence check. Whoa, detects a faint smell of lilac in the actor's sweat. A sure sign they've been dosed from, with whackweed, rackweed, a common poison used to incapacitate its victim. Okay. So you're going to try to cast a spell that's going to remove their poison condition? Yes. Okay, tell me more. Uh, lay on hands. Okay, can remove poison? Yep. All right, give it Broken a shot. Broken limbs, organ damage, disease, paralysis, poison, blindness, or deafness. Okay. Depending on how high I roll. Obviously. Obviously. Um, what is their alignment? They are both neutral. Okay. So I need to get a... It has to be three. One of them, by the way, is Brian Blessed. <laughs> oh. That's a little high. Yeah. Oh, I feel if this I, my, I feel as if my guts are being torn out. No. Oh, disapproval. Oh. Well, no. do we really do we really need them? We literally just did the scene. Do we really need them? Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't get it up high enough anyways even if I did. It's not I mean, it still works. It just doesn't I have to get I have to get up super high, twenty or twenty one, in order for it to yeah. So you poison. Yeah. So it's still like oh, so you wouldn't get disapproval because technically you did lay hands on him. Right. It works. It just it doesn't. Does, it doesn't cure the poison. It makes him feel do. a little better. Right. Doesn't cure the poisoning. Okay. So Jallo comes running back, and he grabs you, and he's like, "No time!" And he grabs you, and he starts dressing you for the next scene. Right. Are you? He's like, you know, I'm. <coughs> I'm a dwarf, right? Yes, yes, it's no problem. So the he dog grabs pops up. Up. <laughs> the dog pops out, Mark. He he has this set of stilts for you. And before you can say anything, he's got you up on the stilts. He's got this robe. It's like a royal robe lined with ermine and stuff. And he, he gets you up on a stool and then he puts you in the stilts. I didn't know he, what scene we're doing now. <laughs> he wraps the he wraps the robe around you and he's pushing you out onto stage. Of course. Um You're gonna be Herbert. Herbert? And as soon as Herbert, Herbert quits talking, you're going to hand your script to him, and you're going to be Captain Dimond. So you're Herbert. Herbert. You're Captain Dimond. Dimond. You're uh, guard number two. <laughs> Yet again, your character doesn't have a real name. And your script is kind of messed up the way it's printed, so you have to flip through it really fast. Right. And go. One day, lad, all this will be yours. Oh, no. What? The curtains? No, not the curtains, lad. All that you can see stretched out over the hills and valleys of this land. This'll be your kingdom, lad. But mother... Father, lad, father. But, but father, 
I don't want any of that. Listen, lad, I built this kingdom up from nothing. When I started here, all there was was swamp. Other kings said that I was daft to build a castle on a swamp, but I built it all the same just to show them. It sank into the swamp, so I built a second one. That sank into the swamp, so I built a third one. That burned down, fell over, then sank into the swamp. But the fourth one, oh, the fourth one stayed up. And that's what you're gonna get, lad. The strongest castle in these islands. But I don't want any of that. I'd rather... Rather what? I'd rather just sing. Stop! Stop that! Stop that! You're not going into a song while I'm here. Now listen, lad. In 20 minutes, you're getting married to a girl whose father owns the biggest tracts of land in the eight cities. But I don't want land. Listen, Alice. Herbert. Herbert. We live in a bloody swamp. We need all the land we can get. But I don't like her. Don't like her? What's wrong with her? She's beautiful. She's rich. She's got huge tracts of land. I know, but I don't, but I, but I want the, the girl that I married to have a certain special Cut something. that out! Cut that out! Look, you're marrying the princess, Lucky, so you're go- Yeah, you better get used to the idea. Guards, make sure the prince doesn't leave this room until I come and get him. Not to leave this room even if you come and get him. No. No, Lee, until I take come the script and, get him. and talk in your mind. Until you come and get him, we are not to enter the room. No, no, no. You stay in the room and make sure he doesn't leave. And you'll come and get him? Right. We don't need to do anything apart from just stop him entering the room. No, no, uh, leaving the room. Leaving the room, yes. All right? Right. Right. Oh, if, if, uh, if we're, uh, mm. Yes, what is it? Oh, mm, no, oh, I, if, I, oh. Look, it's quite simple. Uh, you just stay here and make sure he doesn't leave the room, all right? Right. Oh, I remember. Uh, can he leave the room with us? No, no, no. You just keep him here and make sure he... Oh, yes, we'll keep him in here, obviously. But if he had to leave and we were with him... No, 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 no. Just keep him here. Until you or anyone else... No, not anyone else. Just me. Just you. Get back. Get back. All right? Right. We'll stay here until you get back. And uh, make sure he doesn't leave. What? Make sure he doesn't leave. The prince? Yes. Make sure he doesn't leave. Oh, yes, of course. Ah, I thought you meant, you know, (laughs) it seemed a bit daft me having to guard him while he's a guard. Is that clear? Oh, quite clear. No problems. Right. And then... Where are you going? We're coming with you. No, no. I want you to stay here and make sure he doesn't leave. Oh, I see. Right. But father... Shut your noise, you, and get that suit on. And no singing! <laughs> and singing. <laughs> All right. All right. Regardless of must use, PCs must make a personality check with no set DC. If, uh... 
Okay, so basically you all make a personality check, which is where you roll a d20, add your personality bonus, and we're gonna use whoever gets the best result, because you all did awesome. That is 16. 15. So 16 is the highest result? Yep. Uh, I didn't roll a one, so... If the players perform well, give them a plus two bonus to their personality check, Ooh. I think. Ooh. So Good what was that, 16? 18. Eight. So it's 18 now? Mm-hmm. Enthusiastic applause. The PCs do an excellent job rising to the occasion and even outshining some of the other actors. Award each... Uh, yeah, we don't do that anymore. You guys get two experience points. That's 50. That's Ooh, 50. Level up. You're given your normal clothes... Uh, and gear back, and the play continues. That was so funny. <laughs> you guys have fun? I love that. That was seriously awesome. Part I was looking forward to. Um, the very next scene is featured. Are we featured players now? <laughs> on the cover, well, oh, on, the, yeah. on the inside page of the module. Someone's going up there. Michael. Uh -huh. Taking you, my. You return back up there, right? So you're about my time on stage. Yeah. <laughs> that was so great, the applause. <laughs> now I don't want to do it. It's so much fun. Yeah. All right. You notice two figures sneaking in through the skylights. Uh, Question. Yes. Does he... Okay, so I'm going to ask you a question yes. just in for what's going on. Do you signal yes. in case... I, cause so do I see the signal... Because I can see, can I see up there? No. Okay. I mean, it's 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 literally like in a state. You know, there's a, there's an area above the stage that you can't see from the audience. Okay. Right. So the only person who could probably see him would be Abramovich, unless you guys have worked out some <coughs> crazy. <coughs> oh, well, but you can't do that because the play's going on. Right. Well, it's just a weird bird. How do you get up there from? There's the lots of the ladder. There's a ladder right next to where you're standing. Well, is in that there? case, there's a ladder right next to me. There's a ladder to... Oh, yeah, it to says up to... Yeah, okay, yeah. So, so there is a ladder right next to me. So I do a... Yes. I do the one-armed ladder climb. Yeah, I was like you, thinking so about funny. that. so funny. How does work out? You see, he's only had one arm his whole life. Well, he so could grab onto the do. side. Yeah, he's, that's what I was thinking, too. Yeah, he, he takes his sword. At some point, I have to let he has learned... Slide up. He takes his sword, and he cuts the side of the rope that... Yeah. Oh my gosh. Curtain. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of yeah. course you do. Of course you do. Meanwhile, the uh, curtain comes through roll, and hits someone. <laughs> roll one d six and get your get your dex or less. <laughs> get your agility or less. Okay. Yeah. So, so you you give the signal, which can't be an audible signal. I guess you just have to go. Traditional theater that had whistle signals. Okay. Backstage, because whistles wouldn't necessarily carry out to the audience. Okay. All right. So so them. so what's your whistle signal? Okay, so you look up, you see it, you cut the rope, you ride it up, and now you're in the rafters too. Roll for initiative. Roll for initiative! Get bone off the gnome here. While the lad's set up for combat, here's a quick reminder. You can help spread the infamy of mighty deeds by rating us and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever platform you use to listen to the podcast. All those who do will gain one point of permanent luck and the possible favor of Sezrakan the man. Enough talk to battle! Each one is gonna attack one of you. Uh, Michael, I got- That's a knot. I got a 12. No. Abramovich, I got even worse. You got, Michael, you're up. Um, let's learn how to use my sword. Okay. My S word. Are they over the stage? Yeah. 
Like you are over the stage in progress. So I'm just if you saying. Kill them, oh, they'll it, fall onto this. It could. It could interrupt the play. I mean, they might oh, not yeah. fall, but you're gonna have to try to do something as as you kill them. Definitely. Where'd they come in? From the roof. Did I hear the yes. whistle? There are two windows up here. No, you didn't hear the whistle. The camera cuts to you, and you're like, "Roll over!" No, no, Sid. <laughs> now roll over. Yeah. <clears throat> um, quick question. Yes. Uh, I do have 50 experience points. Mm-hmm. Am yeah. I officially second level? You need to like train and, and right. rest yeah, yeah, and everything. Yeah. That's all I was yeah. asking. Thank yeah. you very much. Right. Um, so I think what I would like to do is sort of use my sword fighting skills with mm-hmm. a Z and push him back towards his ladder. So ah, so that he'll fall into the offstage area. If he area. falls, he falls into the offstage area. That's the idea. Okay. Um, so I'm going to let you attack with a D16. Okay. Be- because you're also trying to push him back. Okay. It's 10. Okay. Does that hit? No. 11, 12, 13. 13 hits. That, then we'll do that. Okay. Uh, five. He has six. Okay. Oh. All right. Okay. So you stab him and he is very badly hurt. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't see it coming and you just go, Ugh, and he's like, oh, God. <laughs> so seeing how badly wounded... Uh, that first guy was, Abramovich is going to try and take him out with one hit. He's going to draw his Y-hander, and he's going to try and stab it through the guy's chest so it pins him to the wall. Oh. No, no. No, I love everything about it. I'm going to make you use the D16 again, but yes. Wait, so you're attacking the one that he just attacked? No, two separate guys. No, 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 no. Okay. I'm just making sure. Plus four. Three. (laughs) A seven. Seven. Okay, that's not gonna hit. You can use your. No, you don't have to. Yeah. Mm, yeah, you don't have to. That's fine. All right. Um, now. Yeah. Just out of curiosity, like, how attached are these guys to destroying this play? Like, a guy at one hit point is like, right? Maybe right. it's not worth. Yeah, he came in and just like right down through the ribs. <laughs> yeah. Where that came from, Mister? Yeah. You it's definitely that came from, Mister. <laughs> Yeah, you have to do a stage whisper. He gives him a whistle signal which translates to There's more where that came from, mister. <laughs> he pulls out yeah, a written He writes him a note. <laughs> yeah, you uh, definitely think that he might be ready to abandon this entire mission. Okay. Uh, Abramovich's, not so much. Maybe he hasn't exactly seen what happened. How? I don't. That man, if I saw someone stabbed within an inch of their life, yeah. I'd be like, F this. I like where you guys are going with this, so I'm going to give Abramovich an intimidation check. Roll a d20. Yeah. And add your personality. Because you just saw this one arm man come flying up onto the face. Actually, I'll let you use your strength or your personality. Swing a two oh, handed one handed. A natural one. A natural one. Yeah. Even after you swung up there, everything else, this guy just feels like he I can take will. you. He's like, like the bigger they are, the harder they fall. Yeah, he's yeah. definitely like, oh, that's so impressive. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, what? He's like, oh, I, this, I eat big guys like you for breakfast. Watch this. And he attacks you. Oh, and he's going to hit. Great. <laughs> 16 plus uh, 2, 7, 18. He's, he's hoping to drop you I have an 18. with a... Three points of damage! <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, it would be great as if you, like, killed like, him. Like, yeah, no, I leveled up. Is that a hit I would have yeah, right. right, exactly, right? <laughs> uh, the other one is going to try to get away from you. Do I see he's doing that? Yes. 
You're going to take your attack. By the way, he's going up the thing and leaving. Yes. I'm letting him go. Okay. He drops his dagger. Yes. And he runs away. Okay. He's gone. Uh, he's like, sweet baby Jesus. Holding yeah, on to. He's like, he's like he, grabs, he grabs his arm that's literally held on by a little bit of skin. And he's like, oh God. And he just tries to get out of there. Sully, now you have to roll your luck or less mm-hmm. on a 20 side. Go, go ahead. Where he drops the dagger. We're going to see where that dagger lies. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does it get a. Uh, it lands on a farm. That's a really good. Finally, the catwalk is prepared. It's an attack advantage. Might needs arms. Any character struck for six or more points of damage must make a DC 10 reflex save or fall 30 feet to the stage below. An unannounced rival on the boards below interpret worsens the audience mood by one step. Mm. Did okay. it ever get better, or did we always stay just neutral? Yeah. Uh, it didn't say anything about your acting actually improving their mood. That Great. Is... That's awesome. Even though, yeah, even though we role-played it to death and got an 18 yeah, yeah. on our personality. We're so good. They're We're such good actors. Okay, I'm gonna, I, I think you guys are right. We're going to move it up one I'm just a, from your awesome I'm a professional presence. actor. You know that, right? You're not going to give me that. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I appreciate it. <laughs> okay, you're up. I'm up, and he's still over the... Um, Stage. That one is, yes. Hmm. Bromovich tried to force him back, but didn't have much luck. Hmm. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Is he distracted? By Bromovich, yes. Yes. Well, I'm going to go ahead and attack him. Okay. Do I get advantage on that attack? I'll tell you I roll Sure. Okay, that's a 20. <laughs> nice. So you... Okay, so you can see how the, the catwalk is kind of divided up here. So you do this thing where you do like the flip over yeah, and land over on this catwalk yep. and give him a give him the old stabberoony. What oh, to twenty on my crit. Just go ahead and roll the attack. You might kill him outright. And of course Ten, I'm about to use my action to catch him. That's you know, a of course. Seven eight. It's an eight. Eight damage? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you kill him outright. Yes. And and yeah, because you got a crit. You, you kill him in such a way that he falls right into Abramovich's arm yes. and doesn't fall to that's, the stage yes. below. Yeah. Okay, arm. that's what you did with your crit. He falls into Abramovich's arm. And Abramovich's yeah. arm. <laughs> All right. Act five, the grand finale. Oh. Having failed to disrupt the play by arson or poison. Hey, Jason, your character starts thinking to himself, huh, they've already tried to come in through the basement and didn't make it. Maybe this is a more secure area now and I could move someplace more useful. Is that what you think? Nah. Is that what you think? Nah. He's still playing with his dog. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, are they? Do I hear anything going on upstairs? No. Okay. Then probably. Okay. Fine. Everything's going great. Having failed to disrupt the play by arson or poison, the duke, seething with insults directed at him, abandons all constant caution. Consequences be damned. He sets a motion to scheme to destroy the Dunsweet player and ensure no further troop ever revives the fiascos of Duke Hospax. As the play rushes to its close, a threefold assault takes place. Ooh. Uh, one is on the cellar. Phase one. <laughs> Unless the PCs are monitoring the sewer tunnels beneath Mummer's Court, unlikely, but not impossible. I didn't even we know there were. Know there were sewers. You haven't oh specifically goodness. asked. Oh, okay. A hired source removes adjacent to the theater as Act 5 begins. He casts Animal Summoning. Creating hundreds of sewer rats, but no rats of Lankmar below, which is good because we're not in Lankmar, to appear. He directs the swarm through the crumbling foundation of the theater. The, the rats wriggle into the cellar. Oh, good job. Then scurry into the backstage. Ruffin, it is our time. <laughs> Let them weep before us. You and Fluffy are ready for the fight. 
Any PC in the cellar. And it's a rat terrier. <laughs> That's right! <laughs> a rat terrier! <laughs> Any PC in the cellar, backstage, or the alley behind the theater either sees the rats enter or hears the muffled yelps as the dumb sweet players encounter the swarm. Beginning on round five, the rats begin to spill into the stage and the audience. Okay, so round one. So Jason, you see these rats just start, like little little gaps between the rocks and the foundation start swarming in and you are face to face with a swarm of rats. What do you do? Uh, what would fighting them be like? Uh, fighting them would be like... Is that like a pump? Half damage from non-area attacks. They carry disease, but since you're a dwarf, you'd probably get advantage on the saves. Here's what I'm thinking. I'm gonna have to mash these things with my newly <laughs> with your brand new warhammer. Yeah. Brand new warhammer. Has yeah, yeah. No blood on it or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, paralysis would only work on a rat, correct? Not on the swarm. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, can I send the dog upstairs and have him yap? He's trained. First of all, he wants to fight the monsters. Second of all, you haven't had much time to train him. What do you mean? I've had a whole day. <laughs> and plus, I don't really need to train him. I just need him to yap when he goes up there so they can get attention. I think <laughs> they'll realize that once they see the dog alone, that the dwarf needs help. Oh, yeah, like I... a service dog? If a service dog comes up to you yeah. by itself, it's, it's owner needs help? Yeah. Clearly. This is going to be an epically hard roll. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to hand you two D30s. And you have to roll both of them underneath your personality Are you serious? in order for this to work. Both of them combined? Like either one. Yeah, either oh, okay. one can be. It's basically a disadvantage on the check. Ready? I'm ready. One, two, 25, 21. Uh, all right. So he kind of runs around a little bit, but he, but he is so gung-ho about fighting these rats. Well, then... He doesn't really take your orders but I mean, properly. Can I see like okay, so are not the in the first couple rounds. The right now they're just in the basement, yes. Okay, do I hear shouting and clattering? Well then I just start striking rats. Okay. Roll uh, a luck check. You failed it. Yeah. Okay, then no, you don't hear him at first. The one time Yeah, point. roll your attack. What'd you get? Oh, you want me to roll an actual attack? Yes. I have armor class nine. Yep. Yeah, I got it. Okay. Four, one. Okay, <laughs> so that was round one. Uh, I'm going to counterattack by attacking you. So so the swarm is all around you and Fluffy, right? We're murdering them! And, and they're trying to they're trying to bite in. You're, you're protected. Your boots are thick enough. And apparently... 19 Fluffy, for Fluffy. <laughs> that's Fluffy's attack? Yes. Okay. Fluffy does a D4 with her bite. His bite. Plus 12. No, no plus 12. Just tell me what plus. I rolled a one. You rolled a one? Okay. Zero damage. All right. Or at least a half. Okay. Um, They're trying to bite you. They're trying to bite Fluffy. Fluffy is like a killing machine, and your boots are protecting you for this first round. Round two. Roll your attack. I'll give Luke another, uh, another... Yes. Okay, so you hear his battle cry and ecstatic barking from down the steps. What do you do? All right, I'm going to charge down there to see what's going on. You're going to do what? going to go downstairs. You're going to do what? Go downstairs. You're not going to tell anyone else? You're not going to whistle? Actually, 
Sully? Okay. Oh, no. that's what I thought you said. You're gonna you're gonna signal to Sully and to her that there's a problem. Yes. Yeah. And then you're gonna run downstairs. Goblin, put the number at fifty nine. <laughs> He's like. Arena's like. Arena's watching the play, and then she's like, "Oh, oh, that's me." <laughs> Excuse she's me. Got the, she's got the little sticker and she looks, oh, that's my child. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Pardon me. Sorry. Sorry. Jeez. Always a mom. Excuse me. Did she's like, yeah. I was like, excuse yeah. me, excuse and me, how much excuse me. Move! <laughs> I mean, I got one up higher than last time. So three points of damage, however you want to, one and a half. Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll give you two on that. I can't seem to roll high on this eight. Okay, so Abramovich, you you arrive down here this round. Okay. Okay. Third round. And you, what did you do? When I got the signal, I descended. Okay, are you going to go down the ladder? Are you going to jump? Is it faster to go down the ladder, or is it faster to feather fall? It'd be faster to feather fall. Then let's do it. Okay, so you jump down, and now you're here. Okay, on the third round. Well, the first sorcerer works his magic in the sewers. I got a new fluffy (laughs) stack. Come <laughs> on, oh, you never know. Thirteen on the die. Four points of damage. One. One again. One, yeah. Okay, but I'm giving Fluffy full damage because she was born for this. Yeah. yeah. So okay. Uh, well, the first sorcerer works his magic in the sewers. The second approaches the front of the theater, mixing in with the food vendors and drink sellers. Not anymore. Who aren't there? Yeah. He enters the theater lobby using his knock spell. The doors are locked and proceeds prepares an incantation. Three rounds after the rats form enter the building, he conjures a choking cloud and sends acidic vapors down the main corridor into the pit, then departs the the building. Foul-smelling, searing, heightened, humanity, doing, strength. Okay, so here's what happens. Mm -hmm. You're trying to get to the stage. Mm -hmm. You come around here, and you're actually going to take this. This It's actually going to be faster to take this out. Do I see him when I get down the stairs? you come out here, and you see... You're running through the lobby trying to get to this door, which mm-hmm. is the quickest way on stage, and you see this suspicious-looking guy dressed in a black robe with a bunch of stars and moons on it, and he's going, Oh, I shoot him! I shoot him with my steak launcher. Vampire! That's exactly what Arena says. She goes, Vampire! And I'm... He goes, where? <laughs> <laughs> he stops the incantation. What? Me? What'd you roll? Oh, I haven't rolled yet. Okay. Uh, I rolled an eight. Okay. He does not have a killer armor class. That's a good man. I'm going to use my... What's a 15 and plus one, right? It is a plus one. Okay. So okay, wait, wait. Stop everything. Hmm? So what was your total? Eight. Eight. Eight was your total? No, no, no. Oh, okay. He hasn't rolled that four. I haven't rolled my D four no, yet. No, I was asking for the right for the real attack. He only has a ten armor class. That's why I'm asking. Yeah, I have to. I only got an eight. Okay, all right. Nine. Nine. <laughs> okay. Yeah, still plus one. Still a miss. Still a miss. Eleven. Or I'm sorry. Yeah, nine, ten, oh. eleven. Okay. Yeah, that's a hit. Okay, so I'm at fourteen, and this is a plus one. Okay, I'm gonna roll a D ten. Come on, Carl. Come on, Carl. Come on, man. Eight. This hired sorcerer had ten hit points of damage yes. in his whole life. Flash before his at eyes. At that moment, right? So you you hit him with this 
crossbow bolt that's like as where, you know where? as big around as his forearm. Yeah, he's like vampire where? And then this crossbow bolt ruptures his one of his kidneys and his pancreas. As he looks down, he sees this tent stake sticking out of his side. And you get the feeling he's going to run on his turn. You uh, well, spoiled his spell. I shot him and I go, you should probably leave. <laughs> <laughs> After you said the thing about the vampire, you shoot him and he <clears throat> Ticket. <laughs> May I see your ticket, sir? May I see your ticket, sir? All right. Um, okay. <sighs> Carl, Jason. Yeah, I'm... You're fighting the rat swarm. Yeah. Roll your attack. Come on, Jason. Come on! 17! That's a hit. Come on, D8. Come Come on, on, D8. Yeah! Nine! Nine points. So five? Yeah. Okay. You're you're definitely starting to wheel down these rats. Oh, three for Fluffy. Fluffy misses? Okay. Fluffy misses. Okay. Um, You're definitely starting to, to, to whittle down these rats, but it looks like they're trying to... Uh, swarm up the steps when they run into Abramovich. Oh, wait. I'm going to attack you while uh, I have a chance. I hit... Uh, roll a... 4-2 uh, save? Yeah. You get a 4-2 save. You have advantage on the roll because it's a disease check. Wow. My advantage was a 5. 5 was the higher of the two rolls? Yes, it was that or a 3. Okay. And you take 5 whole points of damage. That seems a lot. That seems a lot. Great. That includes the disease. Michael, so now you're uh, backstage, Yar. and you hear the fight downstairs. Yes. Are you running down the steps? I think so, yeah. Do you leap over Abramovich and start killing rats? Of course. Or um, kind of leap, you know, over the rail of the stairs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just stand alongside him. 13. 13 hits. Three. Three? Okay. There's still rats. Abramovich. Abramovich comes running down the stairs, stomping him with his iron boots and swinging his Y-hander. Scores a 17. Easy hit. And his damage is 5 plus 3 is 8 plus 2 is 5 damage if you have it. 10 damage. Oh my gosh. There is one summoned rat left. Oh, the king of the rats. The rat. The Rocky. He's Balboa got a little crown. <laughs> He's got a little crown. He is the Rocky Balboa of rats. Like yo, Adrian. Get out of the stage. We're gonna get the people in the audience. All right. So this guy runs off. So Carl, you keep running backstage. Uh. Well, I don't think so now, since now I'm nervous that there may be someone else coming in. You lock the front door and keep running backstage? Yes. Okay, so you run over, you lock the door, and you're headed backstage. Okay. That's you, Jason. I killed the last rat? Yes. Please try. Please do. 19. Okay, so you killed the last rat. Okay. He kicks the rat. He kicks the rat. He flies over the dog and catches it in his mouth. Mighty Deeds is a production of the Murfreesboro Murder Hobo Old School Gaming Association. We're playing Dungeon Crawl Classics from Goodman Games, set in Fritz Leiber's World of Nawak. Original music is provided by yours truly and by Joey Hodge. You can check out more of his music at joeyhodge.com. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for more Mighty Deeds.